Hello, everybody. I'm Kobe Bird, and I'm here, and I'm here with my his mom, Rachel Bird. We're here. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. It's midnight. We don't have margaritas for midnight margaritas. Sorry, everyone. Um, we decided. Shannon asked us. Said, "Would you guys like to have an hour on the 44-hour podcastathon?" And I'm not an on-camera person. I started Let's Talk All the Things with Shannon uh, because I love her and she's my friend. And I said, sure, friend, I'll help you. Uh, but when she asked for Kobe and I to take an hour, I thought, well, that would be really fun. We can kind of yeah, just- talk about what we do, what our life is. Kobe's going to be painting. We'll get into that in a minute. But when Shannon asked us what time we wanted during the 44-hour podcast-a-thon, and the reason it's 44 hours is because a few weeks ago, the prevalence for autism was 1 in 44. Uh, now, as of last week, it's 1 in 36. So 1 in 36 people have autism, um, are diagnosed. And that is, uh, what they did is they took children ages 4 and 8. So 1 in 36 children have autism. Uh, that's a pretty a pretty high number. The prevalence when Kobe was diagnosed at four, four years old was, um, I think it was 1 in 40. Yeah, so the that. fact that it's 1 in 36 now is pretty insane. Um, I think there's a lot of things we have to look at um, to kind of see where that is, why we're 1 in 36. Um, and that's part of why Shannon decided to do this podcast-a-thon. She wanted to raise money. She wanted to raise awareness. She wanted to just take the time to um, give awareness. And there's a lot of parents out there. I remember when Kobe was diagnosed, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the services were. I still, even until he was um, pulled out of school and I was homeschooling him, is when we finally found our autism community. So Cobes and I are here today to just kind of, um, he's going to be painting. We're going to be talking. talking just a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. So we said midnight is perfect because we don't sleep. Uh, midnight's usually when we're dancing around the house and yeah. baking things and cooking and being crazy. So we figured. So great timing. <laughs> yeah. Great timing. So Kobe, show them what you're going to be painting. So I'm going to be painting this. It's, um, so the, so the triangles, and then I have all the colors in order. So I'll, I'll be doing that, and here you go. And at the go. end, uh, we're actually going to start auctioning off. If you go to Kobe's Instagram, it's at the Kobe Bird on Instagram. There is a QR code, and if you um, go to, you click on that QR code, you can start bidding. Um, what we're raising money for, Kobe? You said you wanted to raise it for what? Uh, for uh, for iPads. For iPads, for people on the spectrum, for communication, for information. Um, so anything that Kobe raises for this painting, the auction is going to close on the 6th, which is Friday, mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Kobe's will hopefully will be able to see this painting tonight. Go ahead and start painting. Babe. All right, I will start. Um, and we have it time-lapse. So we're going to have a little time-lapse video of Kobe doing this. I did want to show you, um, Kobe did his very first painting not too long ago, a couple weeks ago. And so this was today. Kobe actually did the painting. Oh, let's see. Kobe did the painting to put up in the studio here. Um, and so this is Kobe in the studio with earlier today when they kicked off the podcast-a-thon with um, Dr. Doreen Grampache, with Joe Montagna, with Holly Robinson-Pete, and with Shannon Penrod. So Kobe is, I don't know if you can see that. So that's kind of a fun little um, picture of them with his his picture, which is ginormous, up in the studio, the very first thing Kobe's ever done. So I'm a proud mom. Um, So Kobe... What what is your color theme for this today? So I'm going to be doing yellow to orange to light orange to 
to like a pinkish red and then and then to dark red. Fine. Fine. Something little. Yeah, just something like yeah. citrusy. Citrusy. Ooh, I like that. Or citrusy. No, or no, this is or no, this is um Starburst. Starburst. Yeah. Okay, I love that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. So Kobe's gonna be painting while we're chatting. Kobe and I were kind of talking about what we wanted to talk about today. And we were just kind of talking about things in the in the car on the way here and what we wanted to talk about. One of the things that um if you don't know who Kobe is, um, first of all, he is an uh, a individual with autism. He's an actor. He's a keynote speaker. Anything else you want to add? Uh, I'm an advocate for for people on the spectrum. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a crooner. Uh, he loves to sing. I guess you sing all kinds of yeah, stuff, everything, huh? Yeah, everything, everything. Um, and Kobe is my son. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be 21. I am his mom, and I've been on this journey with him for the last 21 years. Uh, like I said, he was diagnosed when he was four and a half, and he was diagnosed because his language, he always kind of reached all of his benchmarks, and when, but he was at the backside of those. So if it was something like you have to walk by the time you're 19 months old, he would literally, or 15 months old, it would be like 15 months in a day. Yeah. And then I noticed that his language just wasn't uh, what typical people, uh, typical children's language was, and his behaviors. And there was a, a point when he was, about two and a half where everything kind of went dark and he went from a smiley kiddo to kind of uh, not not making eye contact, having a hard time with things. Kobe, we were talking on the way here. What are some of your first memories of you being, uh, you you know, just having autism? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you remember of your journey? You know, I wasn't aware of it. <sighs> I wasn't aware of like what autism was until third grade, but... At the time, in my own little kid head, I thought it was being allergic to gluten and dairy. So I'm so I am gluten and dairy free, and I have been since I was four, five, foot five, and that was what I equated to autism at the time. So when so when people so when so when mom was telling me about like people on the spectrum, I assumed that they were just I assumed I assumed autism was just being allergic to gluten and dairy. So like so that that was how I saw it. But then finally, when I knew what autism was, and like. Or just like, or like um, the like the basics. That was I think I was around like eight or nine. So today, right now, if I said to you, "What does autism mean?" or "What is your your personal definition of someone with autism or someone on the spectrum?" I so in my own head, um, or or in my or in my or in my opinion, autism really is. Um, what is it? I'm trying to think. Um, autism is... It's hard to paint yeah, think. You can yeah. stop painting. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. No, no, it's okay. I, I'm trying to think of the, 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 right, the, the right words. Um, what, is it, what does autism feel like to you? You know, uh, what's funny is that it's not... You don't feel it. Like, so, in a lot of, so in a lot of ways, we're, we're all the same. Like, we're... We all have the same thoughts. We all have the same feelings and the same everything, simulations or or, 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 similar, or similar relations. But one of the big, but one of the, but one of the things about autism is that our brains work a lot more differently. So, 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 so it can, so it can mean social interactions or sensory issues, all kind, all kinds of things. Um, and. For some, for some, for some, it's for some, um, yeah. Uh, um, so I know we were talking the other day, you were telling me that 
with your autism. Um, actually, let with your autism, you were saying it's, and I think you were talking about this earlier too with Holly and Joe on the show that for you, when you are trying, you have something in your head that you want to say. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So. With autism, you know, there's a lot of external, there's, there's stuttering, there's stimming, there's sensory issues, social interactions, all, all kinds of things. And that, but the internal to me is the bit is for me, the most important part of autism because it isn't because it's, it's how we think, it's how we feel, it's how we see things, it's how we hear things, it's how we perceive everything around us. And, and, and in a lot of ways, and, and in a lot of ways, it's di- and in a lot of ways, it's different. But also, one of the things is that for for a lot of people who are um, neurotypical, when they're when they're thinking of something to say, it comes out a lot easier. But for us on the spectrum, it's a lot more difficult to get things out. So, like, I know what so like I know what I'm going to say right now, especially right now. But when it comes out, it isn't the way I intended to, and it's like it's like a ball is up my throat, or or it's like my or it's like my tongue is on those. So, so, my tongue inside, so I, so I can't fully really get it out. But um, one of the but one of the um, hardest things about it is that it comes it comes with, it comes with social interaction. So I so I have major social anxiety, and one of the things I think about is like, oh God, I I, I got I, I got to think about what to say before I say something. Like if I were to go to a, a special occasion, like a party. I need to think about like what to say or like what like how, how, how do I how do I start the conversation? That to me is like the most difficult part. How, how do I start it? I know what to say in my mind, but one of the hardest parts about that is trying to get it out, trying to execute that idea. And for a lot of people on the spectrum, it's 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 just, it's it's like that. Well, and I know that you were saying, I mean, we, we say this all the time, that no two people on the spectrum mm-hmm. are the same. Everybody is different. You can have identical twins on the spectrum, and their journey is mm-hmm. going to be different. Mm-hmm. One's verbal, exactly. one's nonverbal. One can have sensory issues. One can wear colors, and one could... I mean, there's so many different things about being on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I think for me as a parent is I always um, just wanted to make sure that you were okay and that you knew that no matter what you weren't different that Mm -hmm. we're all different look I'm so different we talk about one of the things that we talk about is the words that we use is low functioning and high functioning we don't use those we say less support or more support and the reason we do that is because listen Mm -hmm. I'm high functioning at doing things like Mm -hmm. art and baking and cooking and being crazy. I'm really high functioning at that, but I'm low functioning right now at running a marathon. It's not going to be something that I'm going to go out and probably win that marathon. And so everybody has things that were high functioning and low functioning, but we like to say a lot of our friends that are nonverbal, you wouldn't know how talented they were because it's all in there. They just can't get it out the way we typically would. Maybe someone hasn't found it. Maybe there's different ways to pull that out of them, whatever it is. And so um, you know, people, what, what do people say to you typically when they see you or like think about your autism? Because you do. Oh, I can't tell you about autism or I can't see it or I, I don't see it. But the thing is, is that you don't, you're, you're, you're seeing the preparation. You're seeing the execution of the preparation. You're not seeing the preparation. You're not seeing what I'm going through, preparing for putting my mask on or for preparing for, for something because that's what I'm, because that's what I'm going through all the time. That's that internal is always in my head. So it's, 
So when the external, so when the external is coming out, it's a lot more difficult. So it's like, so it's like right now I'm, so, so right now I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to think of what to say, but it's like, okay, I, I'm, you're, you're, when you're talking, you're thinking like quickly on the dot, like what, what to say. So for, so for a lot of people with autism, it's like, okay, now I got to, okay, I got to think of what to say. But the thing is when you're talking, you're thinking fast. And for a lot of, and for a lot of people like me, it's very hard to think fast. So it's so so it's so it's trying to find what's e- what's what's easier and what's more and what's and what's best for us. Right. And for you, I know like okay, so you were you said earlier you talked about masking. What does masking mean to you? So so you know like how in Harry Potter there is the invisibility cloak for masking is like putting on um a cloak of personality or like a, or a cloak of common collectiveness. So, so it is, so the mask is me. That's the thing. It isn't just another personality. It is me, but it's trying to find the, but it's trying to find the best way to bring in that version of me and execute it well. So, so, uh, so I'm trying to think, see, see right now I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's no, that's the thing. There's no time limit. There's no wrong answers and you can take your time yeah. or we can come back to it. No, but no, no, but you're right. So, so the, um, so, so masking, so masking in a lot of ways is trying to bring that version about it, that, that version out of you the best way you can. But for, but for, um, it, it, it's trying, trying to, it's trying, it's trying to bring in what, what, what what society sees as normal or sees as typical. So trying to get you to fit into what yes, their box is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's what that, that's that's basically what masking is. And I've masked pretty much my whole life. I, I and it, it it was just when I was starting at acting and when I was just starting to come out of my shell, when I was starting to have more language, that was when my masking began because it was me trying to it was me. Tr- it, it was me practicing how to how to deal with social how to how to deal with social situations and how and on, and on how to like how to go on every day. Well, I know one of the things that I one day I said to Kobe, you know, you you don't have to mask. Like I said, yeah. Kobe, you know, because we were talking about it, and I, I I see the backside of it all for him. I see the preparing. I see when he's stressed out. I see on the way to an event or something like that where he's really struggling. And I try to tell him, like, we don't have to go. And he's like, no, I got it. I just got to prep. He needs to be quiet, has to have the right music, whatever it is. Um, and I let him have that space before and after an event because mm-hmm. the after, because he's um, socialized or masked or just the anxiety of being yeah. with people. I learned to what space he needs. If he just wants to go in his room and listen to music and close the door and whatever that he needs to come down. Uh, I think Holly said this morning or this afternoon that RJ after work comes home and jumps on a trampoline for two mm-hmm. hours. I was like, that's brilliant. He's getting his yeah, yayas he's getting, out. He's that that's what he has out. to do to come down from that. And I, I thought that was so great to hear yeah. that other people I think that's good to know that other people on the spectrum. I mean, I know some people I used to have to come home from work and I would close everything down because you're so overstimulated. Mm-hmm. And so for someone like you on the spectrum who that's a little bit harder, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's nice to see. I'm actually seeing there's some people with questions. Someone said Kobe and her mom might have high-functioning autism and ADHD, sensory processing, 
disorder, depression, OCD, anxiety, stress. I'm 36, love from Culver City. So nice to meet you both. Eric, it's so nice so to, meet to meet you as you, well. Eric. Thank you for being here with us. Um, and uh, we appreciate you watching with us in mid midnight all the way from Culver City. Um, but uh, going back to masking, I think one of the things that we have to understand is, is I try to give you your space and see where yeah. you're at. And um, one of the things that I asked you recently was, you know, Kobe, are you are you wanting to date someone? Yeah. I recently got a, back into the dating world, and we've been talking openly about it and and about what I'm that I'm means. At that age. Yeah. And I was like, Kobe, you're he's twenty, and I said, what? How, do you want a relationship? Is that something you want to do? And what was your answer? I said, you know, I'm twenty years old. I'm barely even an adult, and before I love somebody, I need to learn to love myself. I'm at, I'm, I'm at the age where I'm still figuring out. I'm, I'm, I mean, how profound is that, guys, I'm, really? I'm, I'm still figuring out myself and who I am and what I, and what I want to do. And I'm, there, there are so many things that I'm learning about myself every single day. And we'll get to that later. But I, but, but well, no, what are, you, what are you learning about yourself? Everybody? So one of the things I was telling, I was telling my mom a, 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 few, a few months ago was that the, one of the so so for a lot of people so so for so for a lot of people with autism, some of them have issues with with emotion or trying to understand emotion, trying to understand facial expressions. For me, I'm the exact opposite. But instead of it being normal, it's it's turned up to like one million. So emotions to me are so I'm so sensitive. To, I'm so sensitive to emotions. You know what I remember with that is every time, and you still do this yeah. when we're in a movie. When I was little, Kobe would come and he would take his two fingers and put them here if I was crying. Yeah. And he didn't oh, yeah. want to work, watch things. And you still do this oh, yeah, when no. we're watching a movie if it's an emotional part. He would look over at me in the theater yeah. or look at me while we're watching. I still do and it. you still do. You did it the other day yeah. when we were, I, yes, sir, we went to Alan Menken the other day. Mm -hmm. And you know me, I get a little teary when I hear some of those songs. And I saw you looking over at me and it made me think of when you were younger mm -hmm. because you didn't like mm -hmm. to see that emotion. And um, yeah, an emotion to me is so powerful and it's so. And it's so big, and it's so point. It's 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 so it's so poignant in like the visible way that to me, like when I so like when I'm reading a book or when I'm watching a movie or when I'm just a, anything to do with like st stories. If there's a specific moment in that story that affects me so much, I ha I have to I have to shut it off because if it because if it because if it digs in that deep. I need to process that emotion and see if I can keep on going. So, like, so, so if so, if I'm watching something that has that that has to do with autism or with bullying or with things or that you connect so, with, socializing, yeah, like yeah. everything. It, um, I, I I have to I, I I have to pause it or I or I just start or I or I, or I just start pulling my eyes out because it's so because that emotion is so powerful to me. So it's like so it's like trying to find. So it's like. I just found that out, and I told my mom, you know, a lot emotion affects emotion affects me so much. Like I get so invested in so many things. Well, even when you read your book. Oh yeah, exactly. Like some, a few days ago, I was watching a show, and oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So a bit, so a big thing happened. So like a big thing happened, like a character death, and. I screamed because... And I, I thought the house yeah, was coming down. Yeah. I was like, what's happening? What? And he's like, oh, it's, I'm watching my, my show. And I was like, Kobe, you can't do that. <laughs> and I had a moment because it scared me because I thought, oh my gosh, what happened? And I realized like, 
I need to let him have that emotion. Yeah. I need to let him feel that. But it did scare me. It's like it someone did, in the yeah. car when they go, oh, and you go, oh, oh, you know, you think you're going to hit hit something or whatever it is. We all have our own, emotion, own emotions, right? Exactly. But yeah, but, but like, but like, there were moments where I'll just be sitting and I'll be, be reading a book. Like, there'll be a moment in the book where that, that that's just so emotional that I'll be just bawling my eyes out. So it's like, so so there are so many things like that where I'm that I'm learning about every day. Right. And the thing is, is that I, there are so many things that I need to learn about that I that I need to that I not that I don't need to that I don't need to fix, but I need to stop being so hard on myself. I need to I need to. I need to say to myself, you know what? This is okay. This is who you are. This is... Be fine. Be fine. Be chill. All is good. And that's what I'm trying to um, learn or what, what what I'm trying to focus on. So dating, finding f- finding my significant other, that that's not, that's not... It's not put aside, but it's not what I'm focusing on specifically. So it... And, and, and it doesn't mean that I'm not all for finding somebody. Like, if I meet somebody tomorrow or this week or next month, awesome. If I don't, also awesome. It's not, that's not my focus. And I'm... You're not out there looking for Exactly, it. exactly. And I'm not, and I'm happy either way. I'm, I, I'm happy, I'm happy where I am. And, and I, to, to me, finding somebody isn't the end goal. There really, there really is, there really is no end goal in life until the life ends. So it's like, so it's like finding somebody isn't going to complete me, because the the only the only thing that can really completely complete me is myself. So it's like, so how come you're so profound? so it's like so it, so it's like so it's trying to so it's trying to find that that realization that that self love and trying. He's to, teaching me these things <laughs> because I'm in my forties and I'm still trying to deal with all of these things. So. The profound, sometimes when yeah. he tells me these things, I'm like, when he said to me, when I asked him that question about, you know, are you, are you, do you want a girlfriend? Are you looking for love? Or like, is that something you're yeah. interested in? And he said, I can't, I don't want to be in a relationship until I can learn to love myself. Mm-hmm. And I went, do you know how many hundreds of thousands and millions of people need to know that? Yeah. Um, so I actually learned a lot from you, Kobe, when it comes mm-hmm. to stuff like that. You, you impressed me. So one of the things that Kobe and I want to share that we haven't shared with anybody yet is we did something crazy this last week. And uh, we're going to share it a little bit about it here. Um, you're going to be able to see about it uh, and hear more about it on um, Saturday, April 8th. But um, there is something called the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge. And this is their 10th year um, doing their challenge. And they give a theme and you have to write, direct, film, produce, edit, score, everything with the film within from, it was from March 28th to April 2nd, everything in that time. Kobe and I have never written a script. Kobe and I have never, I've never directed, edited, edited. Uh, we've never, he acted it solely himself. Mm -hmm. Um, he played multiple characters. And so we actually Mm -hmm. got to do this together. This is, Mm -hmm. I brought our slate from our movie. Um, It's called The Question. question. Um, So The Question, this is our The Question um, for Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge. It's a short film. Um, We started it on the 28th, and we are so excited. Kobe and I wrote and produced it together. 
It is about, um, our, we, you had little categories, and the category that we had, uh, it was romance. Oh, yes. And then we had a subcategory, and our category was first encounter. So it is uh, a, uh, Kobe's play two characters, hero and reflection. And hero is struggling on asking someone out on a first date. And reflection is the side of him that is the common collective side that talks to him in the mirror and tells him, you got, you got this. this. You can do this. Tell and them. so we'll get to share with you guys. We're going to put links up and all of that fun stuff on April 8th when we start our um, campaign because there is an award for, I think it's called the visibility. Is it visibility? I can't remember what it is. Oh, no, it's the awareness, awareness okay. campaign. So we are really excited to share. We haven't talked about it at all. And again, we've never written, directed, produced, edited, uh, all of that fun stuff, huh, Cobes? Mm-hmm. You were the number one, it's the number two. The Yeah, there's two in there. So you were number one and number two. Um, it was really exciting. It was it really was. exciting. It really was. Also very, how did you feel about it? You know what? At first, I was very nervous about it, and I thought... This actually, we, we we actually decided that we would do it on the day I I, I painted my, the canvas. So that so so that so that was like a big and it day. was loose. Yeah. We were like, yeah, should we, we do, yeah. this? Should we do there's, this? There's no yeah. teams. Should we try this together? So it it, it it was it was very daunting at first, but we did it. And over the course of 24 hours, we wrote it, we edited it, we edited it, we filmed it, we did all of that in just 24 hours. And then our brilliant friend Brandy Thomas, who is a composer, scored it for us. Mm-hmm. So she actually scored, we sent it over and she scored it within 48 hours too. So it's really cool that it has its own original score. And the rules of the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge is they, they're, they, well, what I, Nick Novicki, who started the, I'm gonna say, I think this is a drinking game, Easter Seals Disability Film <laughs> Challenge, um, Nick Novicki started it 10 years ago because he wanted um, Mm -hmm. actors uh, in front or or, you know people in the entertainment industry in front and behind the camera to to have authentic representation to show people that disabilities people with disabilities can do it um, in front and behind the camera and Mm -hmm. so it's really neat what he's done and Kobe's never been able to do it so we thought for the 10th anniversary we've got to do something right and the thing is is that I think I'm, I'm actually glad we did it together because it was something. It, it was the. It was the first time we, we did anything like that, and it was. It was our zero first budget. Time we, yeah, zero budget. We didn't like. We didn't. It, and th- this was our. This was our first like our first film. So it was to me. I think doing it just the two of us. It was cool because it, it was cool because we, even though we we learned from our experiences like being on being on set and. Putting, putting it makes it, oh yeah. my gosh I'm totally interrupting you sorry Kobe. oh no no it's okay you're good but like even just running camera and doing a camera test yeah because we filmed it in our in yeah. our bathroom in our point in our apartment mm-hmm. and I have so much more respect for every I have always had respect yeah. crew works so hard all of our amazing lock and key crew we love you more than anything they're some of our favorite people in the whole wide world but your job even more so now I am I bow down to deep, you deep respect deep, deep respect, respect. editing Lighting. You guys rock. Everything. All of you guys. Makeup, hair and makeup. The great thing, Kobe, you were really easy with hair and makeup. <laughs> um, but I swear to you guys, every one of your jobs, all of our crew family, we love you. Um, someone did ask. Eric said, how long have you been an actor in the entertainment biz, Cobes? I've been acting for a good eight years. Yeah, or t- 2016, right? So that, that was, the, was that eight years or was that seven years ago? 
talking about seven years. Yeah, seven years, seven years. Seven years. So al- almost, almost eight years. But I, when I started acting, I, I was, this was actually, I was pulled out of middle school for bullying, and there was this, there was this program, uh, there was this, there was this theater program I was joining, and it was for people on the spectrum and for. For, for for all kinds of disabilities, and I didn't it, it, I, before before I didn't even know I wanted to act. And originally, the reason why I was doing it was because I loved to sing, and it, and mom and um, mom wanted mom wanted me to do it because she knew I loved singing, and also it was getting me out there. This also was the first time I was really like in the in the autism community, so it was like my first. It, it was it was my gateway into that. So that was how that all began, but. I, but the only thing I knew was that I loved to sing. But it also, but being there was also where I discovered that my love for being on stage, for for being for for getting in character, and that was also where I, I where I discovered acting. So the first time I so the first time so, so the first time I the first show I ever did, I loved because I because so when I'm on, so when I'm on set, I, I, I've, I've said this many times, but I think it's very I, I think it's really important, especially like. Especially for being on the spectrum, is when I'm on set, all of my sensory issues and all of my in all of my external um, all of my external is all is, is all gone because I'm so hyper focused on being in character on on focus on focusing on on that because because in my because in my head that that to me is. To, to me, I, to, to me, I'm my character. I'm not myself. So, so, so if so, if my character were to have sensory issues, then that, then, then, then they still would be there. But, but if it were more severe, then it would be more severe. But if it were to be, but if it, but, it, but if the character had no sensory issues whatsoever, then that would be gone. So, so I, so I think so in a lot of ways, I'm that character, and that's and that that character is me. So I'm not. So my so my autism. Is kind of put on hold for a minute because I'm so focused on that character. But that's why I love acting because my aut- because my autism and my external doesn't get in be- my my external doesn't get in the way of that. It uh, and it's some it's something it's something that I can be comfortable and that's why I love acting because I'm. It's because you're so hyper focused on your character, right? Mm-hmm. That you. But also, I feel comfortable. Like I, I don't. It's it's the one thing where I don't that I don't feel under. It's the one thing that that I don't feel overwhelmed over. So, mm-hmm. I feel really, I feel comfortable. I feel like myself, and it's and it's and it. But it also lets me work on my imagination because I. I, I have a big I have a big imagination. I've had an, I've had such a big imagination since, since I was a kid, and it's it's still going strong. So it's like. Wait, do you remember your invisible girlfriend? Oh yeah, I'm, what was her name? Do you, I remember her name. Do you remember it? No, um, I remember that I had ninety nine cousins. You had ninety nine cousins. Ninety nine cousins. Yep. And I, you had every cousin had a name, and you also at one point said there was a boy that would come in your window at nighttime. At our, at our, and and I was like, "What's happening?" And you, you were like, "Oh, I have a friend that plays with very limited language." But do you remember yeah. your girlfriend's name? Her name was Lily. Lily, yeah, Lily. Lily. Oh gosh. And Lily. Oh and gosh. She was so real, and I remember thinking, like, "Do we just go with this or not?" I was like, "Of yeah. course we go with this." You bought her flowers for Valentine's, oh but you, Lily was very, very real to you. Oh no, no. There also was. There also was another. One, one, so one of my other, so I, I had 
two cousins. One was Maggie from China, and then the other was um, Robin, who was who was Robin. My, Robin. He, he, <gasps> And he was my, yes. and he was my, he, he was my twin cousin. So he looked just like me, only except he had black hair. And he was, and he was incredibly rich. That is so that, funny. That's now, so, that's so in my head. When those were in your head, were they very real to you? Oh yeah, very real to me. And I wonder where those, like, what? Uh, who knows? Um, I but, love that. But yeah, like I, I had, a, I had a lot of imaginary friends back as a kid, and I remember that was such a big, and that was such a big part of my life. I, I, and then actually, I, I, I still remember something. Something happened. Like we, we had we had a fight when I was a kid. And me the, and you. Yeah, me, yeah. You, Matt, you, me and you. And, and we were driving back. I was saying, I, I was in tears, and I was saying, like in my own head, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm sorry that I yelled at you. Lily and I broke up. Oh, that's yeah. right. You did. Yeah. You were so upset, yeah. and you were having mm-hmm. like a tantrum, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand what was going on, and I couldn't figure it out. And finally, I said, "Kobe, like, what's going on?" And he was, and he was just sobbing, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I don't understand what's mm-hmm. happening. I don't know what." Usually, I could kind of figure out what was have like what the difficult behavior was from or what was happening, and I couldn't figure it out. And finally, he just started. I mean, just sobbed and said, mm-hmm. "Lily and I broke up, and I'm so sad." And I kind of knew when you and Lily broke up. That was kind of the end of all of your cousins. It's like, yeah, you, it's it, almost it really like when was. you started to have language. So I'm wondering, it's so, what, how that's so interesting. I forgot about that. That, that was my language. My imaginary friends in my, yeah. no, no, my imagination was my language at the yeah. time. I know some people were asking about, because um, we asked some questions on your social media, and some were asking, like, what are your favorite moments of lock and key? And what are your favorite moments on and off set of lock and key? Do you have any favorites that you could think of? Just being there on set, just just being with everybody, and just it, it was such a it was such a healthy it was such a a great environment because it wasn't just work, but also it but also it was it was also like a good social social um, occasion. So so it, it it was getting out there, it was communicating, but but also one, but one of the things I love about acting is that I'm all about details and I'm all about like memorizing those details and saying okay, my character would do this, my character would do that. So. One of my fa- so one so one of my so one of my very favorite parts about acting is that it is talking about the director about the character and about the blocking and the, and blo- so, so blocking is kind of like in in um in acting language it's 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 like choreography but so so it's like so so it's like where the actor is standing or where they're sitting where they're um, what direction they're yeah, going yeah exa- exactly so that, that so. Talking with the director about like the blocking and, and about the detail about where the props go and about like what my character would do. Oh, oh, oh no, my character was holding something with this hand, or oh no, my oh no, um, I was looking this way, but the camera, but but on the next take, but, but on the next take, I, but on the next take, I, I was looking this way. So yeah, for continuity, you have to do it the same way every time, and that right? To me, and that to me is like pure, satisfa- pure satisfaction. Because it because it's talking about those details and it's like oh my gosh I can I can talk with with the crew about the the details like th- that to me it it make it, it makes me feel like I'm not alone like that that to me is one of my really that that's that to me really is one of my favorite parts about like just acting is just talking with the crew about the details and like where things go and the blocking and that like that to me is so it's so much fun. Okay, so I have to ask you. I don't think I've ever asked you this. What is it like for you to prepare? Because we do auditions all the time together. Mm-hmm. I, I read them with you. But I never have asked you, what, 
what you do to prepare to get into that character? What what is it that helps you put that character on? So one of the th- so I, I talk to myself. So so one of the things I do is I sometimes sometimes I'll stand in the mirror and I'll talk to myself in that character and I'll start a conversation. So that's like so. And, and that and that also applies to everything else, like going to occasions, going out like to to parties and to all kinds of things. And it's like trying to like come up come up with, with the conversation in my head and trying to start the conversation. So like so 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 acting is pro, so acting is the most is probably like the like the main pri, is like the main primary focus. So so. I'll, so I'll talk. So I'll talk to myself with my character in my head, in the mirror. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And that's how you do it. I know. I mean, actually, once you see our film, the question, you'll see that we um, kind of display that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that talking into the mirror and practicing that over and over is what helps you mm-hmm. bring internally what you've got going on to externally what you want to say and do, right? Exactly. Which is so cool. Um, what are some of your favorite? What were some of your favorite off moments, off screen moments at, with Lock and Key? Off, off screen moments? Yeah, like was there any moments with the cast and crew? So uh, we'll start again. We'll start over. So Kobe was on a show on Netflix called Lock and Key. He was on it for three seasons. Uh, season three, he was a series regular. It is a. Do you want to explain them what Lock and Key is? So Lock and Key is a is an adaptation of a graphic novel, and it's it's written by Joe Hill, the son of the son of Stephen King, and it's phenomenal. The sh- so and illustrated. It's illustrated by uh, Gabriel, Gabriel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah. And the main plot is it's about this family, mainly consisting of the mother and her th- and her th- and her three kids, and it's and it's and they and they moved to Massachusetts. After their father dies, and they move, they move into his family home, which is this giant house called Key House, and which was gorgeous. And they're still, and they're, and they're still, and, and, they're, and they're still like coming to terms with with his death. They're grieving, they're grieving him very, like very deeply. And as they and as they settle in, they start hearing these whispers around the house, and they start fi- and when they when they follow the whispers, they come across these magical keys that 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 have that have all these abilities. So like, so one can open like a door into your head. One can open up. Um, one can turn you into a ghost. One can one can um, one can uh, one one is like a matchstick in it. And, and it emits fire. So, so there are so like there are all types of abilities. The that, keys are that, so cool. And they're, but, they're so cool. Yeah, and and there's this demon in the well house next to the next to Kios, who 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 escapes and is trying to get the keys. So so it's so it's them so it's so it's them so it's them so fighting to 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 protect the keys, but also to protect Kios. So, but it's a it's a, it's such a fun show. But that but that's the main plot. Yeah. And so what was, do you have any favorite moments off screen? Like anything with the cast or anything in Toronto or Lunenburg, you know, traveling, any of the stuff yeah. that we did? So I, so I, I, don't, I don't have any particular, particular favorite people that I worked with. Everybody on there was amazing. Like, yeah, I, can't, I, can't use, I can't use a specific, but one, but one of the people we were really, we were really close with was Darby Stanchfield, who, who, played, who, played, who played the mother and she, and she 
um, was phenomenal. But she asked, she asked, she for um, seasons two and three, where she was, she, she she was our neighbor in the same residence. And sometimes we would go out and we'd walk because we, we late were late at night. Yeah, in um, in Toronto, and we were, we were just and, and, and we were and we were right by the CN Tower, so we so we so we had that connection that we both loved the CN Tower. So we, so we would always walk and talk and just get to know each other. And she was somebody that we just became really close with, and yeah. she she, she just good people. She she became like she became like family to us, and yeah. she's just somebody that is really important to me and my mom. And and having somebody like that really made really really made me feel comfortable, and it made me think, okay. There, Okay, this is somebody that 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 I feel that I feel really comfortable with that I can talk with. Yeah. And she's just she's just a good human. She is. She really is. But she, she's good people. But she's somebody that I really got to know and and somebody that I, I really just bonded with. So Well, and she gave you some really good advice about different things about putting a character away yeah. when you're done with the season and even when you're done with the show and mm-hmm. revisiting that character and she just was a really good person. I think what's cool, um, uh, what was really cool to see for me as a parent is watching how other people, even someone, so you've got Darby and then someone like mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin Duran, who Kevin Durand. kind of yes, took you under Kevin. his wing and was able just to talk to you and say, hey, this is how it is. And sometimes it's hard. And sometimes everybody thinks like, I remember my mom said to me one day, uh, she texted me. She's like, does a limo pick you up to take you to and from set? And I was like, Mom, it's a Dodge van. Transport is, it's not limos. It looks so luxurious, but that, you know, and there are some moments that you have luxurious things, but it's, it's driving out and sitting out in a, in a, in a, in a set, an exterior set in the middle of a field with, you know, mosquitoes and frogs. Mm-hmm. And it's lovely, but it's, you know, when, it's when a, people it's a, think it's a lot it's, of work, it's, it's exhausting at times. Yeah. There's it, not it red carpets really when you're out there working and it, it can be mm-hmm. extremely cold or extremely mm-hmm. hot or buggy or all those fun things. And I have to say, I, I, there were many, many times that I was, um, you know, back at the monitors at, at video village and tears because uh, seeing you, Kobe, the way you navigated it, mm-hmm. even the social situations on, 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 mm-hmm. you know, the cast and crew was amazing. It was lightning in a bottle, just amazing people. But watching you get to live that dream as your mom was, and knowing what you've been through your whole life mm-hmm. was more than anything that I could have asked for. Um, and I know you'll have more experiences like that again. Yeah. There will never be a lo- another lock and key, but it was really, really cool to get to watch you shine and do work and mm-hmm. just get to play with those people because it was amazing. And that you guys all did it during COVID. I mean, I think we did about 200 COVID tests at this point. Um, yeah. We did oh a, lot, a lot of COVID tests. Um, anything else? Oh, so today, no, today, two days ago was the two-year anniversary of you learning to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things about Lock and Key is that um, the showrunner, Meredith Averill, um, she wrote in she saw that Kobe learned how to ride a bike and she wrote in a scene where Rufus rides a bike mm-hmm. and I think that's one of my favorite moments is um, that, yeah I'm with you that because that to me was like that to me was a culmination of what I've learned being on that show but also it was but but also it was a culmination of how much progress I've had over the years on that show and how much I've learned and how much I've changed how much I, how much I've just just how much I've learned as a human being and just that. Well, you've tried, you tried, we, I, 
and others, uh, Uncle Scotty. A lot of us had tried you to get to mm -hmm. get you to ride a bike for many, many years, a two-wheel bike. Mm -hmm. We ended up getting him one of the yeah. uh, three-wheel adult bikes because one I, of the I things about people it. with autism, individuals on the spectrum, is that balance and motor and different things like that are hard, but then put that with directions and then put that with outside stimulus, like you're, you're riding somewhere, there's other bikes, there's trees, there's sounds. Um, I remember even when you were riding that three-wheel three -wheel, um, bike, Kobe, you had a really hard time because you would just mm -hmm. go off the road because you'd start seeing something. And so um, Kobe had tried for years and years to, to ride a bike. And it was really, it was a struggle. And I know how hard you, you wanted to, you, 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 uh, how much you wanted to do, and you'd said it was your goal a few years in a row. It was, it was on my bucket list. Yeah, and it just hadn't happened, and that's okay. And watching you, it was World Autism Day, and you said it was COVID, and we couldn't go onto our roof in Toronto, and you rented the bike, and, and we sat there. You couldn't even get your feet around one time, and in 45 minutes, you went from doing that to then riding your bike back mm -hmm. and forth, and I am the proudest mom in the yeah, whole wide world. That and I, but but also it was, but also I think the reason why that was so important was that it was on April second, yeah. And that and like that was such a perfect day to do it because it was showing me, yeah, it was showing that you can do things if if you push yourself, if you don't let if you don't let anybody get get in the way of your opinions. If you want to do something, you do it, and don't let anybody say, oh, you can't do this because it's because it's not possible. Don't don't listen to that. Don't listen to that pessim that pessimism that that negativity in your mind that's don't let it seep don't let it seep into your mind if if you want to do something you do it and nothing and nothing can stop you only yourself but um, you, but, but you but you shouldn't stop yourself can i be you when i grow up? like seriously can i be you when i grow up like i'm so proud of you i really am like i see what you go through every day and i just you know i always say i love you to the moon and back but I am proud of the human you are. I'm proud how kind you are. I'm proud that you want, you, you want to be a voice for other people on the spectrum. And I'm proud that you open yourself up and show people that, like, it's okay to be who you are even if it's hard. And I just, I want to use all the cuss words to say I effing love you. But I love you all the days. And I'm super proud of you. I love you too, Mom. I couldn't have done this without your support. Like, the... I am doing all this stuff with with my with. I, I have done this done all, done all this on my own volition. I have made I have made these decisions myself, and even even the painting. I I said I said yes. I said yes to the painting myself, and you weren't the one that assisted me with it. So, in a lot of ways, I could I, you you brought me. You were the one that helped supported me to that point, and I, I in a lot of ways you're. In a lot of ways, you're you're the reason I, you're 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 the main reason I am where I am today, and you, I couldn't have asked for a better mom. Excuse me, while I'm in a puddle over here crying, because I just love you all the days. I'm gonna sit here and be a mess, um, but I couldn't do it. I I mean, yeah. you're yeah. It's very rare that I'm speechless, <laughs> but it's my pleasure to do this alongside with you. I, I wouldn't want any other journey. It's been, and, a, uh, it's been a really, it's been a, a phenomenal journey. I'm super thankful for you. I'm thankful for you. Now I'm going to just sit here and cry all the live long day. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks for making me cry, son. So Kobe and I are very silly. Yeah, we, we oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. We, silly is uh, a bit of an understatement. 
uh, or goofy or yeah. nerdy or dorky or all the things. And all the I tend to sing him awake. I used to sing you to sleep, and now I sing him awake. What, what do you remember? What what songs do you think of me singing you awake? Good morning. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. And one of the things that I make him do, and he, I think you got, you understand this now, oh. is I would get to a We've danced the whole day through. Good morning. Good morning. She was trying to get me to sing. And I would stop. I'd go. Good morning. Good morning. And I wouldn't let. And, and you go. It's great to be alive. Good morning. Uh-oh. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. And I'd be like, no, no, no. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. And then I would just start singing it. Um, and I sing songs all as loud as I can. I have the worst singing voice, and I don't care, which probably I disagree helps with that. him wake up. I, I disagree with that. We have so much fun. What's it, why, was a great What singer, was the but... other one that I say to wake you up? Mostly good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good yeah. morning. Good morning. Do you well, remember no. the song I, I used to sing to you to go to sleep? A Castle on a Cloud? No, Sandman. No? Oh, oh, yeah, Sandman, Sandman. Sleep tight, the Sandman. Yeah. Soon we'll be by. Well, no, um, you didn't see anything, but one of the things I still remember from, from being a kid was, was, that when you, was that when you would wake me from school, you wouldn't sing, but, but, but you would go in and sing, sing your voice, get up, get up, it's time to go to school. And, like, <laughs> and, that, and, and that to me was, and, and, the, and the funny thing about that was that it, the day was the most apparent, like the day like the change was so big was the last day of summer and the first day of school. So it would be like, oh no, it's school. Oh no, it's school time now. Yep. Because that, because that tone in my... You knew. I knew, oh God, oh no, it's school now. Well, the other thing I've always done, which just, it makes me laugh, is um, uh, I change lyrics oh, to yeah. songs and somehow they come out, I would never be able they to... They come out, they come out perfectly. Like they Do co- they? They come out so well. Like, <laughs> so whatever he's surprised. doing, whatever song I sing, I change it. Or if a song comes on the radio, which Kobe and I have a song that comes on and it can't actually, we got in the car to come here today. And literally the second I turned the car and it came on and it's the song Africa by Toto and Kobe and I have a move, a dance move. And if he doesn't do it, uh, he, he, I get upset. No, we have so much fun. What is our dance move? It goes dun, 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 We're such dorks. But we have a blast. We have a yeah. dorky time doing we, all the fun. We have, we have this debate that during the solo of the song, you know, when, when it's like the, when it's the solo in Africa, that it, so, so, so to me, so to me, it's a keyboard. It's a flute. It's a keyboard. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch the music video no, tonight and I'm going to show it to you. Uh, uh, even if you say it, I'm always right. I'm never right. But stop. It's a flute. But I always have my okay. own idea of things. I'm wrong most days. I'm still going to go find it on YouTube. You, so how's the painting going? Let's see how the painting I'm is. I'm almost done. Here we go. And you yeah. know what we totally forgot to show? We forgot to show the video of you doing. There's yeah. a little video. Oh, yeah. Casey, can we show that? So as Kobe finishes up this part of the painting, I'm Casey's going to show really a little time lapse. That's what we're doing here is we're time lapsing him doing this. Casey, can you show that for us? Kobe, that's so good. You're doing so great. Thank you. I tried my, I tried my best do to color that, in yeah. the lights. Try to do a little bit thicker. No, no, I tried. Trust me. Is it good, though? It's great. Yeah. 
Good show, yeah? So now that photo or that, that painting, which was Kobe's very first painting, is up in the studio mm -hmm. here. And are we still on? Hi. So uh, that painting is now here in the studio. It's up. It's a huge photo. I think it's probably four feet by eight feet. I mean, it's a large painting. And to be the very th first thing you ever did is pretty impressive, Cobes. So then we had the idea, because that one came out so good, that we would do one while we're, while we're here to raise money. So that QR code to go ahead and auction, um, this is definitely a Starburst. Right. I, I, yeah. that is, right? so see, it yeah. looks like see Starburst. I mean? yes. that so is, you can, it, can you hold it up and show them yeah. what you've done so I far? Just, I just finished it. So it is... Here, how about we do this? Yeah, all right. All right, yeah. I'll hold it here. Oops, oops, oops. Here, hold it up right okay. there. It's still wet. Yeah, just a little, um, just it a little bit. It looks like Starburst. Okay, go ahead and put it down. Do we want to pull the tape off? Uh, yeah. You wanted me to do that, yeah, right? Yeah, Okay, here, I'm, give I'm me sure, tape. Give me the thing. All right, here you so go. So we'll pull the tape off. And while we pull the tape off, so tell me, how, okay, so you were talking about this earlier. Tell me what it feels like to paint things. Because I know, I mean, this is only your second painting, but you were saying earlier, I, I just love to hear your so explanation. I'm not enjoying it, nor am I not enjoying it. But the thing is, is that I'm not thinking about that at all. I'm such, because I'm, because I'm in such a Zen mode that I can't really, that I can't really think about like, oh, is this fun? Is this enjoyable to me? Because I'm so focused on getting all of the colors in. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about that, but, but also I'm talking too, so. It's so, so like, but, but like, but it's, but it's, it's also the same, same thing with acting. I'm so focused on acting that I'm not, that, that, that I'm not, that everything else around me is kind of like put aside. So with, so with painting, I, I just, I do it and I think about it. And then once I, and then once I finish it, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I just did all that. So it's, um, it's very nice. So the cool thing about this is whatever money that Kobe raises, mm -hmm. oh, um, oops, whatever Kobe uh, money Kobe raises in this auction, um, and the auction goes, it will go until um, um, this Friday at 10 a.m. Um, so any money goes back to ACT today, um, Autism Care Today, and it's going to help raise money for iPads uh, for uh, people on the spectrum. And uh, I think it's really cool that, um, you know, and, and people do so many things. Like, Kobe, you were saying how it's not it's not fun for you. It's not that it's not. Yeah, it's no, that, it's just... That it puts you in a zen place. Exactly. And I kind yeah. of love that you could have a place. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that that is zen for you and that you could feel like okay now you had said you would like to do more of these right yeah I, i'd love to so and this is is this going to be your thing the tape thing or do you want to try other mediums or i mean for now yeah yeah because it's 
it's it's easy enough to do. I'm not I'm not thinking about like what to do or like what shape should what shape should be there. It's just it's trying to find out like what shapes fit, what color goes, and just okay. Can you want to hold that and show them what yeah. it looks like? It's still very wet. So. It's, it is so starburst. So you got cherry, you got strawberry, you got orange, and you got lemon. Oh my so gosh, it, that is the fu- that is yeah. legit. Like yeah. whoever wins this, we're going to send a package of starburst, Seriously, which no, are gluten are. and dairy we, we free. There, there are going to be starburst in there, a hundred percent, because that is the starburst. We're going to show it to the to the um, the camera I got here. Some paint right here. Oh well, paint on your hands. I know that. I love it. It's paint. It's paint. Look at that, everyone. So Embrace here the paint is on your hand. here is well. Does it go? Which way does it go? This way. It's yellow yeah. to red, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're is right. Am right. I backwards? No, no, you're, you're right. You're good. Okay. You're good. You're good. So there is it's Toby's the painting. So the auction, the QR code for that painting is going to be on his social media, which is at the Kobe Bird. Um, that's for Instagram. In his stories is a QR code. We will post a picture of this when it's dry. Kobe's going to sign mm-hmm. it. Um, and we'll post a picture when it's dry. We This is now called the Starburst. And whoever wins this, we are sending you a pack of Starburst. With, red, with yellow, orange, pink, and red Starburst. This is, I wish it, I wish it smelled like, ooh, it smells like paint. I can taste it. You could t- Now yeah. I feel like we need, need to go get Starburst on the way home. I could tell which is which, which was which because as I was doing it, oh, I, could ta- I could taste each color. So, oh, you could? Yeah. That, that's also a thing with um, autism. It's called synesthesia. What was it called? I forget the word. Something sin. Synesthesia. Uh, synesthesia, thank you. Something sin. Well, We're, we are actually out of time, yeah. and we are so thankful for every okay. one of you being here with us. We're thankful for... Um, our autism community, we're thankful for our family, and we're thankful especially to Shannon for putting mm-hmm. this together, this uh, 44-hour podcast-a-thon, and asking us to come be here at midnight. It doesn't even feel like it's 1 it o'clock in the morning it really at doesn't. this point, yeah, you've got, and you this forget. hour went by really fast. And thank you. I am thankful for you, and I'm thankful for my whole family. I'm thankful for everything in this room. <laughs> Have a great rest of your night, everybody. Thank you for joining Good night. us.